All right, welcome to Look at My Records. I'm here with Emma of I Am the Polish Army. Hey. How are you? I'm not bad. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for being here today. Thanks it's a ple- for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. <laughs> yeah. Enjoying the wine. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, we met at Pet Shop. I saw I Am the Polish Army. Enjoyed your set very much thank you for coming out oh it was a great show <laughs> very high energy yeah. and i learned a lot about i'm the polish army after that show okay. so <laughs> <laughs> you um you started the project originally like about 15 ish years ago and then kind of at this point it's probably uh 12 12 yeah. 12 years ago mm-hmm. and kind of like put it to the side for a little bit yep. and then revived mm-hmm. it yep what inspired you to kind of revisit the project whatever you were starting to work on originally i mean you know it's i don't think i wanted to put it away forever and um you know and i think in the back of my mind it was always like well you know i'll come back to it if like whatever thing i have going on or whatever other thing that i'm trying to have go on like if that none of that works out then you know maybe I'll come back to it or maybe maybe I'll meet the perfect people for it who weren't I didn't know back then and we'll come back to it um and I you know and you know I I had a bunch of unfinished songs and and um so it was just it was just waiting for the right time when I'm so you played in other bands Mm -hmm. in the Brooklyn area Mm -hmm. for a while and then kind of decided you wanted to break out on your own a little bit but yeah, it was it was it was more like breaking out on my own. It was like, well, you know, like I write songs too, and you know, this could be cool. But I also really had no idea how it was gonna sound when um, when I you know got Turner and Eric involved. Um, I mean, the the it, it it I mean, it how it turned out was like definitely like how it was always supposed to be. But I don't think that had it been me on my own, I wouldn't have like pushed it in like as hard or as loud a direction. What's it feel like revisiting songs that maybe you started writing a decade ago and then kind of picking them up mm-hmm. and continuing to write them? Yeah. You probably have different life experiences and things Definitely. that come up. Yeah, they're um I w- the two th- there are two really old songs on the record. One of them um we just completely rewrote the guitar part and you know just turned it into something very different sounding than it originally was and then the other one isn't too far off from how it it started out um i mean uh, definitely more definitely harder but um that one has a has a sort of coda last verse that i added to it um but yeah i wouldn't i don't know that um that there's there was anything like weird or different about it it was um i mean it, it, in a lot of ways it was just kind of like you know you blink and it's 10 years later <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? es- especially when you yeah. get older the yeah. time seems to fly way mm-hmm. faster oh yeah no it, it definitely does and so you released your debut full length my old man in early 2017 mm-hmm. right yep. and it's end of march last year <laughs> There were some events that occurred where you had some equipment stolen and stuff like that, and then I read that you actually rewrote a bunch of the songs after that. Is that true? Or oh, before the record came out, yeah, yeah, yeah that that's that's like all that that's all like part of like this the what happened in the nine ten years in between. I started the band, went on hiatus, and brought it back to brought it back together. Hmm. 
So you kind of like reworked the songs mm-hmm. after having home studio equipment stolen. Yeah. Was that out of necessity or more of kind of Well, ac- well, I would say that we probably, you know, we 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 probably recorded it better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, so- because you know, not no longer having a home studio, I um, you know, had to use a real studio. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So is that kind of a blessing in disguise? You'd say, oh, in a way, yeah, in a way. It all, you know, like none of it, none of it would have sounded the way that it did without everything that happened before it. So um, I think it, I think it, I think it came out sounding like the way that it was meant to sound, and I just didn't have the capacity to make it sound that way when I started it. And who'd you work with in the studio? Um, um, so, so the th- the three um, me Turner and Eric, who are the band, we we produced the record together, and um, our we we worked with um, Charles Burst at the Seaside Lounge, which is a studio in Brooklyn. Um, Charles is a great guy. <laughs> and how was the recording process there? You oh, really have- easy. Um, I mean, we we had everything pretty much arranged and ready to go when we went in, and. Um, I mean, Char- you know, Charles is Charles is a master at like setting up mics and and uh, you know make, making everything sound as pure and clear and raw as as, a, as you wanted to. Um, so I mean, he just like he get, he gets everything set up perfectly, and then all he has to do is press record, and then you go. <laughs> oh wow! And so you mentioned to me that it is analog recorded analog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too. we yeah we we recorded a tape. Mm-hmm. And how's how's that? Um. Well, um, I mean, it's not like it's not like you're rec- there, there's not a lot different going on. I mean, if you're recording completely to tape, which we didn't do, you, you know, you only, you know, you, um, you have to erase every take that you do. Like you can't hang on, you can't hang on to a take or overdub anything. You have to like, it's a lot like you have to really like decide on what your takes are. Because um, if you, if there's like one little thing that you don't like about it, it's not like you can just like edit that little spot. You have to throw the whole thing out. Um, so we didn't go like that far because that's just like way too much time and money. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the, the the reasons that you do it are for like the drum, like drums especially have a much fuller and clearer sound on tape. Um, and that's, so that's, that's the main reason that we did it. I mean, we really just wanted to capture Eric as grandly and beautifully as he as he plays. <laughs> yeah, and the record sounds great. It definitely has a very distinct, dark, personal sound. Uh, the songs are mm-hmm. very personal. At yep, least that's are. my... In- <laughs> they my, are, yeah. <laughs> my interp- That's definitely like my interpretation of it, yeah. listening mm-hmm. to it a bunch of times, and you can really feel the emotion coming mm-hmm. from you. So I'm just curious, how was that process kind of... Uh, putting yourself out there a lot of your own personal experiences on the record Mm -hmm. for other people to hear and listen to what's that like um it's 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 not easy for sure um it's funny because like a lot i think a lot of people when the record came out a lot of the um interviews and questions that I got were kind of like avoiding that <laughs> in a way I mean this is all you know before you know that now like you know me too happened and so like you know people can ask about so or people feel comfortable asking about that kind of thing um yeah it, I mean it was to, I, I remember when I was writing it um like I was you know there were there were a lot that I was you know I was like oh I'm not sure like this might be like too obvious or too personal and um and Turner was just like oh no it's great just keep like make it more make it more 
And I think it's. Um, did you re- did you read any of Elena Ferrante? No. When it came out, the uh, my brilliant friend in those books. She's um, one of the things that really helped me when I was trying to finish all these songs was just like you know she just like her stuff is like so visceral and devastating and like people beating each other up and and um, drugs and and uh, Italian corruption and abuse and all the stuff and like how she like what she's so amazing at is that she just she just tells you what happened like and you and you just like feel like all the gut like the emotional gut punches she doesn't tell you how anybody felt she just tells you what happened so like i would just keep telling her just just tell him what happened emma just tell him what happened that's all and yeah. honestly that is kind of what comes out that's <laughs> oh, definitely what comes out and it's interesting yeah. that you took the inspiration from mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one medium and yeah. applied it to mm-hmm. your songwriting yeah. but they're really great very personal songs so um i was watching the music video for david bowie mm-hmm. which i really really liked a lot of like bright colors yeah yeah camera <laughs> stuff like yeah. you're there three times in one shot yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what was the process of making that like and where wh- how were you inspired to kind of come up with that concept? Uh, well, I um, so I'm really like a hundred percent orally sensitive. Um, I'm very not. I'm not. I'm not very visual at all. I like really. I so I, I what I do is I try to outsource um, that the visual stuff to people that I to artists friends of mine who I know will do a better job than I would. Um, so for that one, um, uh, Bowie was made by my two fr- my my two friends Dave Rubin, um, who's a, mostly a photographer but does ha- has made a couple more like amazing videos and um, Stephanie Sleeper, who's a choreographer and costume designer, and the two they've worked they've both worked together on other videos many times, so they like they know each other's process really well. We shot it and stuff sloft. Um, so I kind um, Dave had some visual images that he wanted to kind of recreate um that he brought that he brought in and so it kind of just like rolled from there and then it just and then it just like kind of like every like costume change every like lighting change kind of like the just the story concept just kind of evolved from there it's yeah and then the other thing that i have to add about that is that um we we were supposed to shoot it the day after the election and um and uh that did not happen for (laughs) yeah we just really did not feel artistically motivated that day so i think there um and and also paired with that stephanie had recently choreographed um this thing that was called the um it was called the pantsuit flash mob it was like a <laughs> it was kind of like a voter drive like get out the vote for like yeah. for hillary and it was like a, it was a flash mob and, and um it, like, where everyone was wearing different pantsuits so um she she was kind of like you know that like the um you know political political choreography was like on her on her mind so it just it kind of turned very much into you know, a little, you know, some some Bowie influence, but also some. I was I was really taken by um, the one of the one of the debates between Trump and Hillary, where like where he's like really like obviously like stalking her and like physically dominating her and like in a really like yeah. scary scary way. Being his natural <laughs> <Yeah>. gross self. <laughs> so. 
so yeah so, so a lot of the uh, some of those things work their way into the video. yeah it, it definitely did it is very very well done i mean everyone out there go watch the video right now on youtube and be mesmerized by it oh thanks <laughs> but david bowie the song is one of the i'd say one of the standout songs oh, on the thanks. record yeah. and you wrote it right after David Bowie died. So mm-hmm. I kind of initially thought it was kind of like homage to him, but it kind of it, has a bit a of way, a different... In a way, yes, and in a way, it's very different. Yeah, yeah. it has a very different message, actually, mm-hmm. as I came to listen to it yeah. a couple of more times. Mm-hmm. So wh- what were you trying to get across with the the um, meaning behind that song? I was trying to get across the frustration of... Um, like everybody and their mother going onto Facebook and like railing about how like not you know how much like Bowie meant to them, but also that he was like their great personal friend and he was like you know they're like <laughs> their inspiration forever and they just want to be him you know and it's just like just be you guys just like be you come on like yeah <laughs> be you and that's a very positive yeah. message mm-hmm. I think yeah People- and it was just like it was yeah it was like it was like a lot of fr- you know it was just like really like it deals with a lot of frustration that I had like in the music world like before I brought the project back together where it was like oh I'm just like I'm like really like I'm not enough of a bitch to make it really like sometimes I feel like I'm like being way too nice you are a very nice person oh thank you (laughs) but that's that's a good thing so don't don't worry but um David Bowie great song lots of other great songs on the record too so many great songs that well I like them all so it's nice that other people like them all too (laughs) I don't have a favorite (laughs) the album was featured in Rolling Stone in December as one of the 15 great albums you probably didn't hear in 2017 and since the project was like a long time coming and you obviously put a lot of blood sweat and tears into mm-hmm. this song like how did it feel to kind oh, of get God. that type of high profile oh, recognition it was, so, it was so insane it was like so um like i didn't even like a, a friend of mine texted me that it was in rolling stone and i was like wait you like you definitely saw that wrong <laughs> and then i googled i go like i'm the polish army rolling stone and nothing came up so i was like okay they, they, they're they're totally lying <laughs> um yeah it's it's um i mean you know when I you know I I why well, still like we're, we're still like a really like in the grand scheme of things we're still a pretty tiny band. I mean you know we we have we've got we got we got a following out there but it's 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 small it's growing we're you know um you know I mean I thought you know I thought like some reviews here and there like around when the record came out were gonna be nice but like yeah I wasn't expecting anywhere near that <laughs> yeah and it's great and it's yeah. it's got to feel good it definitely affirms like all the great work you've done with the album so yeah and i feel like he really got it too which was nice i mean like so, like he did he really yeah, hit it on I mean, like some of the reviews the there like some like there, there were one or two reviews that i've you know I, I like i almost felt bad because i was like i was really lucky to get them you know and you know so i don't want to say that i'm like not grateful for the reviews but like they didn't get it at all <laughs> <laughs> And it's frustrating when yeah, someone like, kind of doesn't yeah. mm-hmm. get what you're trying yeah, to. But yeah, he really, he really got it. So I'm forever grateful. I sent him a thank you note. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. But I do want to play uh, some songs from the record. Go I definitely ahead. want to play David Bowie. Cool. I really like Dead Cat. 
Dead Cat's special. Dead it's Cat's a, very special. It's a, it seems like it's about loss. Yeah, it's about my cat. It's about your my bed, cat losing who died. Your cat. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's yeah. The name is because before we named it David Bowie, we like it didn't have a that song didn't have a title, and and uh, so I just kept calling it, like the one about Dead Bowie. So then, like as a joke, we we're like, okay, so we have Dead Bowie now. This one's Dead Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the woods and mm-hmm. Jean as well. Oh, th- those those were actually the two that I was talking about before that were the oldest the too. Early mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. And anything else you'd like to say about these songs before we play them for everyone? Oh, not necessarily. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, uh, unless you had any questions. About no, them. I think they um, they speak for themselves. Oh, great! Yeah. <laughs> Do, uh, are there any? Is there anything I want to say about them? Um, well, I, I should I, sh- I should definitely probably mention that our friend Dave Annette played guitar on on um, on them. So like the the really like crazy painterly um, explosive um, slide sounds that you hear. Dave, he's a really good friend of ours. And oh, that's cool. He plays with us sometimes. <laughs> he's a friend of the band. Friend of the good friend of the band. Good friend of the band. Yeah. I am the Polish Army. <laughs> All right, everyone, you're about to hear from their debut LP, My Old Man. David Bowie, Dead Cat, The Woods, and Gene.
Just before I up and left this behind just heard david bowie dead cat the woods and gene thank you for sharing those songs with us and everyone that was like a big long set there (laughs) yeah we want to boom 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 one two three four get everyone a good sample of the album that's half the record Mm -hmm. right that that is in fact half the record yep perfect everyone go get the other half band camp Dot I slash I am the Polish Army. I always forget what it. Yeah, if it's, it's well, a you can just go to slash. you can go to I am the Polish Army dot com has it. I am the Polish Army dot dot com has it. We do do a lot of shipping. 
shipping the record yeah. to all of you guys, mm-hmm. yep. all the listeners <laughs> out my there. my day job post office. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yep. Wonderful. All right, so we're transitioning to the second portion of the program where you picked some records and we're going to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to talk about if, him. If, if you guys didn't already know that he has like a staggeringly massive collection, um, no one's kidding. It was very hard to pick. There are a ton. <laughs> but you picked some, you found some gems. Oh, These yeah. are definitely a good variety gems sure. of gems featuring mm-hmm. some of my favorites, some of your favorites. Some of everyone's favorites. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how any of these are not like some of everybody's favorites. Yeah, to for be sure. Honest. Yeah. We're starting out with John Cale, Vintage <laughs> Violence. Great, one of the great uh, Velvet Underground solo records, mm-hmm. I'd say. Mm-hmm. And my person, one of my personal faves. And why'd you pick this? Is this a special record to you? Or oh, just a favorite? Uh, I, well, um, you know, I was just like looking over at the shelf here and I, there it was. I was like, why didn't I see this before? Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure that's my favorite John Cale solo record. That probably goes to fear. Um, but that one. one is outstanding. Um, yeah, uh, jo- jo- if you haven't heard John Cale, like, be prepared to hit the rabbit hole quick, because, like, yeah, once you start, like, you're going to want to hear every single thing he ever recorded. <laughs> kind of like everyone in the Velvet yeah. Underground. Mm, true, what? Just- <laughs> true, yeah, but he's a, yeah, he's, he's a particular fave of uh, the Velvet crew. <laughs> Any particular song you'd like to hear on this record? Oh, um, the first one's great. Hello there. Hello there. Yeah. Well, oh, how perfect. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> Us hanging out, saying hello to each mm-hmm. other. So there you go. Pick one. John Cale. Hello there. Off of Vintage Violence. And next we got Big Black. Yeah. Steve Albini's first project. Mm-hmm. Songs about fucking. Uh, An absolute classic. Absolute classic. Stone Cold classic. One of the, like... Premier, like probably one of the records you think of when you think of the Touch and Go label, very Steve Albini's much, label. Yeah, this is probably very, the first, very much. the first one mm-hmm. the, that's very representative of the yeah, whole label. Absolutely, but could not agree more. <laughs> Steve Albini, probably a bit of an influence on your work. Oh, sure, would you say? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. He's a dark guy. Yeah, yeah. and this is a darker record. I'd say mm-hmm. it's definitely got those. Mm-hmm lowness and stuff yeah but any particular song you'd like to hear or any reason why you love this album oh um i mean same reasons everyone loves it yeah no i i yeah i listened i was that was probably on very heavy rotation when i started the band 12 or so years ago i'm not surprised Mm mm-hmm and I had a touch and go sticker on my car. <laughs> <laughs> and you are from the Midwest. I am from the too, Midwest. Yeah, so yes. yeah Chicago is a special place. <laughs> yeah. What's it? Because I know people from Wisconsin, a lot of them moved to Chicago and stuff. Yeah. So we're well, like. Well, not quite. I would, I, would, I would say they may move to Chicago for college, but they are going <laughs> right back after they graduate. Interesting. So it, it's funny. Like, I know this uh, one band that I actually just only recently discovered from all these tapes I'm putting mm-hmm. online. Um, what's it called? It's like Die Croizen. Have you heard of them? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. They're from Milwaukee. That's right. Yeah. And all their stuff is totally mm-hmm. out of print and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was actually talking yeah, about this with someone else. Oh, I too. bet there. I bet I know a bunch of people in Milwaukee that can get get a hold of some of that stuff. Yeah, and it, it's yeah. very like sim- similar to that. And mm-hmm. they were on Touch and Go as well. Right. So it's interesting that kind of Midwest mm-hmm. uh, late '80s. We're interesting sound. people. Two two out of three of I'm the Polish Army are from the Midwest. Turner's from Cincinnati. Oh wow! So, yeah. <laughs> so bring in that Midwest, yeah, Eric's hospitality, the, Eric's the, uh, niceness, outlaw, uh, outlier, uh, outlaw, outlier New Yorker. <laughs> you are pretty polite, so yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm not surprised. Turner's to even hear more you're polite from, than I am. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised to hear you're from the Midwest. Okay. Oh, oh any uh, any song you'd like oh, to hear in particular? Um, um, oh my god. Well, it's been kind of it's been kind of a long time. Um perfect time to revisit it. Yeah. Oh my god, like literally any of these. Maybe um maybe Bad Penny? Yeah. 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 Bad Patty. Go for it. I'm going for it. Okay, and next well, this is a band that's near and dear to my heart. Aww. Like my favorite band. <laughs> Shout out to, I think some of them may listen to this program. Oh, really? Oh, my God. We kind of like became sort of friends. Oh, <laughs> so well, I'm glad the person that is my friend is not in them anymore, so I won't be embarrassed. <laughs> You're friends with someone that was in the feelings? <laughs> um, the song You Don't Know on our record is about um, the person who played drums on the first feelings record. <laughs> Anton Fear? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, he was a dear friend of mine. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay. I... I haven't spoken to him in a long time, but I love him he, very much. He was also in uh, um, Pure Ubu, right? Yep. yep. He was in Pure Ubu. So he's a Midwest guy. Interesting. He's from Cleveland. Yeah, he is mm-hmm. from Cleveland. Oh, wow. Wow, so you have a connection to this record. I That's do. great. I, I mean, do. it's I mean, it's an absolute yep. classic. Crazy mm-hmm. Rhythms by the Feelies. No yep. one needs to convince me that this is a great album. Nope. <laughs> and this is interesting because it was their first record. Yeah. They kind of like took a break and then reformed with like mm-hmm. a different lineup yeah but this is their most well-known and it's really frantic um, it's pretty excellent it's yeah. it's really it, and it sounds i know they're from new jersey but it sounds very new york to me it's it's one of the one of the most new york sounding records that i can think of yeah and any particular song you'd like to hear um i mean uh, oh, I love the, I love the boy with perpetual nervousness. Good um, one. Yeah. Um, the the everybody's got something to hide. Rec- cover is great too. Um, yeah. <laughs> boy with perpetual nervousness. I yeah. love just like the long mm-hmm. like intro, <laughs> and then you know, boy, I'll stab. You know, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Glenn Glenn Mercer, what a guy. Mm-hmm. All right, next we have. Fucking A by the Thermals. Sad to hear that the Thermals, mm-hmm. you know, disbanded mm-hmm. recently. But don't Decided despair because um, because she's got a solo project called Roseblood. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta check that out. I haven't checked that uh, out. Yeah, yet, I, don't, I don't know that. I don't know that anything's been released yet, but it's imminent. Yeah, I was sad. That so, I know. I couldn't. I actually couldn't believe. Um, you know, I I love the Thermals. You love the Thermals. 
I, I I was so blown away by how many people on Facebook like exploded hearing that the thermals were breaking up. I was really that was like very heartwarming to me that like because I, I I really I don't think I really knew like how how like how many people like really not just loved them but like adored them. They're yeah. really their sound. I feel like really hit mm-hmm. like people could really relate to what the yeah. things they were singing about. A lot of their albums dealt with a lot of like religious that one with all religious Im- imagery basically mm-hmm. like people really dug it and then it's also the th- i think part of it is people are like this band is good and they keep putting out records mm-hmm. they're just gonna keep doing it yeah. and then like one day it's yeah, over yeah you just yeah you take it for granted until you know that you're not gonna see them again <laughs> that got sad <laughs> Well, we'll be there at the reunion yeah, show sorry, in ta- Portland. I have, ta- I have a talent for getting depressing t- during a <laughs> <laughs> alcohol-soaked uh, conversation. It's good to let it out, though. Yeah. We everyone can listen mm-hmm. to this and you yeah. know commiserate with us. No, but I'm, it's really. I think it's no. It's, it's it's really heartwarming to me. Just like the the collective grief at the end of the thermals. Yeah. As sad as as sad as that is, and it's also heartwarming to me that Kathy's still going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she's. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. We were talking about we both liked all girl summer fun band oh, that yeah. Kathy was, that was in. Oh my god, that was like that was that band that like so, like someone like downloaded a an MP3 off of, of of Napster and then like we went crazy trying to like find a copy of the CD. <laughs> yeah. Deb before the internet. Yeah. Like, well, this is the internet, Early, but before yeah, AOL dial, this yeah. is AOL dial-up era. <laughs> before good internet. Yeah, when like that same MP3 took like three hours to download. We know that struggle. Yep. We know that struggle. We do. Old <laughs> millennials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know that struggle. I, I kind of. I didn't. Want, I didn't. I don't think we should be included in the millennials category. But I guess as, according to the definition, we are. Yeah, we should. Just start. Yeah. Let's name our own generation. Yeah, of course. I've just heard. Yeah, I've just heard. It's like old millennials. Yeah. I think when I was a kid, they thought we were going to be Gen Y. Yeah, we're, that we, faded I also, away. Yeah, I'm not Gen Y. I don't get to be Gen Y anymore. I, I, okay. I think we both probably <laughs> yeah. feel like Gen Xers. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Well, we well we wanted to be cool like the Gen Xers. Yeah. I think that was like who we look we're looking up to. But I just feel like musically too, mm-hmm. all the stuff oh, I like, yeah. and then same. It seems like you like as same. well is mm-hmm. all Gen X bands and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff Albini recorded. <laughs> yeah, stuff that Steve Albini recorded. Stuff bo- like recorded the oh, yeah. year we were born mm-hmm. or earlier. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. But fucking a, any song you'd oh, like to hear uh, in you particular? Pick, you pick this one. Okay, how about God and Country? Sure. Ooh. All right, and the last one that you picked, and then I picked one in particular. But Susie and the Banshees, Tinderbox. The best Susie record. <laughs> How much do you love Susie uh, Sue? Uh, uh, well, I'm I'm also in a, I also sideline on a Susie cover band. So. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I would love to hear oh, that. Oh, you got to cover. Yeah. Uh, we have, oh, yeah, we don't have any shows on the on the cal- on the calendar, but we will see. Halloween <laughs> season is probably we did, Yeah, the that best. was when we that was when we got started was us. Did you do you know in Jersey City mm-hmm. that they do like a thing in the cemetery up here oh, did do you they hear really? about it and no. it's all cover bands. Oh my god, yeah. we gotta do that. I'll send you the contact oh, info. Yeah, no, my our dr- our drummers our drummer lives in New Jersey. He lives um uh 
like, um, I want to. I'm, I'm not going to say where he lives because I'm going to get it wrong and he's going to be pissed. Um, but his name is Matt James. He's a fantastic drummer and he would be all over that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Dancing Tony, who's the guy mm-hmm. that books it and books oh, some sick. stuff around here. Excellent. Yeah. Hey. Mm hmm. I got you a Susie and the Banshees cover band for the Halloween thing at the cemetery. It's a lot of fun. Unfortunately, I didn't go last year. It was like rained out. But the the times I have gone, it's been Is the weather that bad last year? I can't remember now. Maybe it was bad. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. And it's all cover bands. Yeah. And I feel like I don't think they did Susie and the Banshees recently. Mm. So it's Mm. like perfect opportunity. Yeah. All right, I'm, well, make, anyway, I'm making this happen. Well, anyway, fav- that's my favorite Susie record. And um, believe it or not, I actually jog to that record when I try to do some exercise. Me too. And it's a great jogging record. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll get the blood flowing. Mm-hmm. Any song you'd like to hear? Well, um, I mean, Cities and Dust is like the duh yeah. one. I mean, you could pick a deep cut if you want, but... Let's do Cities and okay. Dust. I mean, I love yeah. that song. I mean, it's a jam. It's a jam. <laughs> All right. And then I picked, because this band reminds me of I'm the Polish Army. This is so cool, because I don't know them. I'm so excited to hear this. Yeah, this is the only record they ever put out. It's a Hoboken band, Gut Bank, features... Amazing name. Karen Cull, (laughs) and she's still active. She had some projects and stuff. It was put out by Coyote Records. You have to tell me when she's playing, so I can can go see her. Oh, I'll definitely let you know. But this is a really good record, and it's kind of... What I liked about it, um, mm-hmm. kind of the Hoboken bands of the time, I think were a little more like upbeat, not as dark and stuff. And mm-hmm. this is like a pretty dark, like pre-grunge-ish yeah. record. Um, with Very cool. Kind of like yeah. pretty personal mm-hmm. lyrics and stuff yeah. like that too. Yeah. So It's it really can- awesome. A lot of people who have come to our shows have to- told me that I remind them of a band and I will not have known the band. So it's really exciting. Yeah. It's like a, I, I'm, I'm all about... Um, I'm I'm always trying to trying to find like really deep cut, especially women fronted bands. From, yeah, and this from, is like the pre pre nineties, like you know, eight, like eighties, uh, like pre grunge post punk era. Yeah, this is a great great record, and I'm gonna pick "Guilty as Sin" on the B side. <laughs> Very nice song title. <laughs> so here we go. We're about to play your picks. Yeah, we got John Cale. Big Black, Feelies, Thermals, Susie and the Banshees, and then my pick, Gut Bank. Yeah. Yeah.
Does anything 
excellent picks. Incredible picks. Oh my god. Great selections. You have amazing taste in music. So kudos. This like, this like almost means, this like, you know, to a person of our generation almost means more than saying they like your band. <laughs> right? Yeah. It, it's a... Uh, it's not something I throw around lightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those you know the things around. that you you know the things that you put on your friendster profile <laughs> and like you know hope that cute guy that you saw at the at the party last week uh, sees it <laughs> or girl. <laughs> but uh, yeah. thank you for coming. This is oh, a lot this of fun. Is a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And so, what's in store for I Am the Polish Army for the rest of the Ooh. year? You got some shows coming we have, up. We have we have a bunch of shows coming up. Um, we are pl- uh, mostly around the East Coast. I'm 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 hoping very soon that we'll be able to announce a little Midwest tour. Um, but we have uh, coming up. I have a solo show in Greenpoint um, next week. Um, we're playing at Bowery Electric with um, really good friends of ours, Radiator King. If cool. you like, um, if you like Tom Waits and Bruce Springsteen, you will love Radiator King because that's who they sound like. <laughs> um, Adam is like the most, the most darling, sweet, and like amazing guy. And he's a really talented songwriter, so um, you should definitely check them out. Um, and we get to play with them. And um, when else? We're playing on. Okay, so that so that show is uh, June eighth at the Bowery Electric in Manhattan. Um, we're playing in New Brunswick on June 21st with our friends Dusk from um, my hometown in Wisconsin. Um, if if anybody knows the band Tenement, um, one of the guys is um, it's it, this is Amos's other band, and it's my dear friend Julia um, singing with him. Who's like Julia is probably my favorite singer in the world, living. So um, so that's gonna be. We're really excited for that one. Um, we're playing in Brooklyn on June 28th, and again in Brooklyn on July 1st, and and that's the Well on June 28th. June 28th and, and Saint Vitus, the best venue in Brooklyn, Saint Vitus on July 1st. If anybody's here over the holiday, um, and we will be playing that. The, we will be playing that July 1st show after we have spent two days in the studio recording our second album. So that's going to be an intense weekend. Whoa. And as I was telling our, uh, Tom here before, I am very behind on finishing the second album. So um, I'm going to go home and try and write some more lyrics. You're going to get it together and it's going to sound it. great. I'm going to do it. It's going to be fine. I'm going to do it. <laughs> And we're going to hear those songs yeah. on July 1st at St. Fartis. Well, not Maybe. all of them. Maybe one some of them. <laughs> some of them. Whatever yeah. the band is comfortable mm-hmm. with. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see if we feel like breaking a new one out yet. And then uh, we got a, we got a cut work. We, we got a, we also, we got a mini, another mini tour in July with, uh, with, with Radiator King. Um, coming, um, we're playing, uh, we're playing, uh, what is it? Uh, July 12th in Philly and July 13th in DC. <laughs> oh, cool. <Yeah. laughs> That'll be fun. Yep. Perfect time to mm-hmm. head down the East Coast. Yeah. Maybe stop at a beach in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Check out, you know, the mm-hmm. craziness going on in the capital. Yeah. yeah. Be a part of the resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely be throwing some uh, middle fingers in the, the White House's direction <laughs> if we drive by it. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone can get your music on the Polish Army.com. Bandcamp is, yeah, uh, Bandcamp is great. Um, yeah, that's, those are where you can buy the physical. Um, we have a few, we have a handful of CDs. CDs are almost sold out. We have a handful left. Congratulations. Thank that's you. That's awesome. Um, so if you drive a car or um, still listen to a disc man, which is very nostalgic for me, um, please pick one of those up now because they're almost gone. And I think the, mastering on them is really really is particularly good and um i really like the miniature um version of the vinyl packaging too (laughs) yeah the vinyl packaging is amazing but like the cd is like the it's perfect like little miniature companions (laughs) (laughs) it's like mini me and there's no plastic which i'm also really excited about. it's like one of those like yeah yeah yeah, it's all it's um it will biodegrade (laughs) well 300 years in 300 years the packaging i don't know about the disc but the um the 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 jacket will biodegrade that's thank you for thinking of the environment thank you so much oh you're i try i try you're welcome all right thank you um thank you so much for having me this is really fun any final thoughts um and any, uh, 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 any neither. questions? I don't know. No. You don't did have you, anyone calling in, do you? <laughs> did, did you like the wine? Oh, the wine was delicious. What is this? He 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 gets he had, he had this really good wine. I'm usually a beer person, but I'm having wine because um, Turner, our bass player, is my boyfriend, is on tour, and and um, so while he's gone, he doesn't really drink wine. So I, I like to drink wine while he's away. <laughs> <laughs> Get a change. And he's from of California. Place. I usually drink like um, I'm half Chilean, so I'm partial to Chilean wines, but um, or French wines. But I um, this is from California, and it's delish. Oh, sick! Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. Everyone, check out I'm the Polish Army live yep. at any of the shows we just talked mm-hmm. about. Yeah, co- really come to shows. Um, um, e- even just clicking like on our Facebook page or Instagram yeah, means, that's right. a t- means a lot to us. That's it right. It really does. You guys- I can't stress enough how much. I mean, it seems like arbitrary, or, uh, but like it, it really, it really, the, the, we, we do, we do care very much about every little show support. Yeah. You can find I'm the Polish Army on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. all social media platforms. Yep, all of them. <laughs> Give them some likes. Check out the video on YouTube, David Bowie. Mm-hmm. You got a couple oh, other videos. Oh, and we got another too. video coming out. We have a video coming out soon. Yeah, like very, very, very soon. In the next like two, three weeks. Cool. Yeah. For what song? For throat. Yeah. <laughs> That's an intense one. Yeah. And it's gonna be an intense video mm-hmm. as well. Well, it's a, it's a, um, oh my God, what's the word? What is the word? It's a resilient video. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Resiliency, that's the mm-hmm. theme. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much Thank again. You. I had so much fun. Thank you. Um, hopefully, someday all of you will get to look at his records in person yeah. because there is a staggering amount of them. Come over. <laughs> I'm going to have a barbecue. Ooh, he grills. Yeah. <laughs> See you all here. Bye. Bye. <laughs>